This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you're listening to the 1912 Exiles podcast, the Newport County podcast made by the fans for the fans. I'm Ed and I've got a little bit of extra content for you ahead of the big game on Saturday, our first home game of the season against Mike Flynn's Walsall. Uh, I had a very quick catch up over Zoom the other night with uh, the wonderful Tom Lines from uh, One Pod Beyond, our Walsall counterparts. And we chatted about what we can expect from uh, Walsall on Saturday, how Flinny has been getting on, uh, exchanged a few thoughts on our old friends Joss Labadee and Timmy Abraham, uh, as well as one or two other things. So um, let's pitch straight to the clip. So I'm joined by Tom Lines of One Pod Beyond. Um, And not only is it always a pleasure to speak to you anyway, but you've just revealed that you are joining me from your holiday. So you are um, giving up your holiday time to speak to the listeners of the 1912 Exiles. So um, many thanks for that, Tom. No worries. Uh, Glad to be joining you from the scenic Northumberland coast. Excellent. Um, Now, listen, fill in a blank for us, first of all, because many of us, I think, are distantly aware that uh, Walsall have new American owners and you've been splashing the cash a little bit over the summer What's the story and how minted are you? Uh, It's a strange story and it came completely out of the blue. Um, They'd kept it entirely secret. The current owner, um, Lee Pomlet, um, had kept it entirely secret. I think only three people at the club knew about it. Um, And so no journalists got a whiff of it, no fans got a whiff of it. And then suddenly um, in the summer... Um, we were told that we'd been taken over by an American investment group. Um, It's a bit of a strange one. Um, They've not entirely been splashing the cash. Um, You know, it's not an Abramovich um, sort of deal. Um, It's not even a sort of FSG at Liverpool type of a deal. Um, These guys... Uh, seem to be uh, dipping a toe in the water of owning football clubs. They claim that 
Um, they want to own a sort of string of clubs across the world and operate a sort of Man City model. Don't know whether that's going to happen or not, to be honest with you. We're the first and only at the moment team that they've bought. Um, but they're making all the right noises, as you would imagine. They're Americans, so they're very slick. Um, they are um, very good at communicating so far. Um, but to be honest with you, we've got no idea what their angle is. And, you know, let's be honest, there will be an angle. Um, they're an American investment group. They're not in it um, as a charity. Um, although they, you know, again, say all the right things about wanting to um, buy into a sort of community club and um, do something um, sustainable. So they're not going to be throwing loads of money at it. They've um, invested 300 grand so far um, with the express purpose of um, reopening the Saddlers Club, um, which Newport fans may or may not have fond memories of, which was the sort of social club that sits in the car park and is the only place you can get a drink near the ground um, that is sort of reliable. Um, so if that reopens, that'll be a, a sort of tick in, in the box for them. Um, but really, they've been pretty quiet in terms of um, everything else so far. Um, we have um, been given a bit more money, we're led to believe. Interestingly enough, Michael Flynn complained that we didn't have a top seven budget and then kind of doubled down and said we didn't even have a top 10 budget. Um, and uh, Lee Pomlet quickly sort of went to the press and said, yes, ha ha, this is what managers do when they want more money and it's worked. We've given him more money. Um, I was so- going to say, I'm sure we've heard that line before about because I, I can't imagine Mike Flynn knows exactly the lead, the, the fourth division lead table of budgets and where his team sits, but he always acts as though he does. Um, and he certainly at Newport used to pull that one out and uh, tell us exactly where he thought we were in the kind of league table of budgets. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, if if it's worked, then then great. That's the sort of game that managers and chairmen play at our level, isn't it? Trying to squeeze every little bit extra out of the budget that, that, that they can. Um, but I think that, you know, we'd, we'd gone an entire summer without um, a statement signing. You know, we'd signed um, 15 players, um, none of whom were kind of the... Um, the marquee signings that we perhaps invested in the previous season, people like Connor Wilkinson, Joss Labadee, of course, Manny Month. Um, but um, that was probably a good thing. Um, I think Flynn has been keen to recruit a player in every position. So we now have two players um, in every position, which is going to be important. Obviously now um, five subs um, is a new thing this season. So strength and depth is going to be key. Uh, even more so than than usual. Um, but it was only when we signed um, Danny Johnson um, on a six-month deal from Mansfield that that was our only real sort of statement signing. And that was um, slightly um, sort of not cheapened, but it, it wasn't as good as it could have been. We were hoping to sign him on a two-year deal. And at the very last moment, Mansfield's um, either their chairman or David Sharp, the sort of director of recruitment, threw a spanner in the works and obviously had a bit of a um, sort of a, a premonition of what would happen if Mansfield missed out on the playoffs or automatic promotion by a couple of points and a couple of goals. Um, and sort of it went from being a two-year deal to a six-month loan, essentially. And I think we were too far down um, the road to then look at other targets. So we kind of settled for that and obviously... 
Um, it seems to have worked out pretty well for both of us in that he scored a hat-trick on Saturday on his debut. So, you know, we've got a guy who um, seems to be able to find uh, find the back of the net. And then Mansfield, if they need to, can potentially recall him in um, January, which um, may or may not be um, a disaster for us. Um, and it may or may not, um, you know, help push them over the line, depending where they are in uh, January. We'll come on to the result you had on uh, on Saturday in a moment, but um, you've already mentioned his his name, so I'm going to ask you about uh, Mike Flynn. In your uh, season preview that you did for When Saturday Comes, I saw you describe uh, the fourth division as being like the Bermuda Triangle for Walsall, uh, and you said that Mike Flynn in that situation is the man you'd want at the controls as your instruments went haywire, which I can certainly see uh, from a new point of view. I think probably we would we felt like that about Flynn in the past, but I, I just wondered how he's judged uh, to have done at Walsall since he took over back in February. Uh, first, um, I think first nine games, nine or ten games, he came in and um, we only lost a couple. Um, second nine or ten games, um, we only won a couple. So when he came in, he kind of did that thing of steadying the ship and we definitely needed the ship steadying. Um, we got enough points, you know, so that we weren't looking over our shoulder, which we definitely were when he came in. Um, and then that sort of last ten games was disappointing. Let's you know, let's not beat around the bush. We were poor in the second half of his sort of eighteen games at the end of last season. Um, but you know, you have to understand that um, you know it wasn't his team. Um, he had he had inherited a bit of a shambles in terms of recruitment, and he wasn't shy about you know talking about that. You know, he he um, made sort of very unveiled. Um, you know, references to the fact that the recruitment had been poor. He didn't have the players we needed. Obviously, Flynn wants to play with wing-backs. We didn't have any wing-backs. So he had to essentially create wing-backs from um, a couple of midfielders. Um, And so, you know, it was was definitely a sort of jigsaw where he didn't have the pieces that he needed. They were were missing, you know. So, um, and Walsall fans were fine with that. We know his reputation. We're more than happy to give him time. And we said in our own, uh, you know, pre-season preview on, on the pod that, you know, he's probably still our biggest asset. We talked about not having made marquee signings, you know, that there weren't tons of players coming in who'd got, um, uh, you know, loads of experience and a big pedigree, possibly with the exception of Peter Clark, but who is 40. So, you know, has that caveat against him, but was brilliant on Saturday. Um, and so, we're, you know, we're... We understand that that Flynn is our biggest asset in this division and are prepared to, you know, put our faith in him. Um, And, you know, we've started pretty well, let's be honest. Yeah, well, uh, let's let's talk about that. So um, this season you hammered uh, Hartlepool's 4-0 on the opening day. Uh, Tell us about that win. Are are Walsall already looking like world beaters or are Hartlepool's just not very good? Talking to Hartlepool fans, um, they were actually you know, pretty confident before the game. Um, I know, again, they're another team who had a lot of um, change in the summer, a lot of new players coming in, a lot of new manager coming in, um, Paul Hartley. Um, but in pre-season, they, they were actually looking pretty good, according to their fans, and they were reasonably happy with how things were shaping up. But we were um, pretty irresistible on Saturday. You know, we looked incredibly dominant at the back with that back three, um, really experienced, obviously, marshalled by 40-year-old Peter Clark. Um, 
alongside Manny Month and um, Donovan Daniels. Um, the wing backs were superb. Um, as I said, we've got two players in each position. Um, Taylor Allen, who came in from Forest Green Rovers, wasn't our first choice left wing back. He was supposed to be the backup, and he was absolutely outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, the real, the really interesting player for me is Isaac Hutchinson who kind of went under the radar when people were doing a lot of the League 2 previews in terms of signings, um, has a really interesting pedigree in terms of um, he was at uh, Brighton um, and um, then he went to Derby um, and was really highly rated by Wayne Rooney and Wayne Rooney wanted to keep him before obviously Rooney left. Um, And so Hutchinson is that player we've been missing um, for the last three or four seasons since Erwin Ostuma left, pretty much. The number 10 who can make things happen. And, you know, he really, really made things happen um, on Saturday. Wasn't officially accredited with three assists, um, but should have been given three assists. You know, he was was what was making us tick on Saturday. Obviously, Danny Johnson was finishing them off at the other end. So, yeah, look, it's one game. Um, and, you know, we put in all the caveats about one game, um, but we looked very, very good. And it was, you know, it was hugely encouraging. So that's your, your man to watch then for, for Saturday, is it? Hutchinson, um, absolutely. But equally, I would say, you know, keep an eye on um, Taylor Allen um, and um, you'll have to keep an eye on Danny Johnson if he continues in the sort of scoring form that he started in as well. Well, it certainly promises to be a, a good matchup of yeah two sides playing uh, wing backs and, and attacking up the sides. So um, there's something to look forward to. Um, I'm going to finish Tom with a few quick fire questions for you. Uh, first of all, uh, in terms of ex county players, how are Joss Labadee and Timmy Abraham getting on? Uh, Labadee um, was hugely disappointing last season. Um, no, you know, no two ways about it. Probably our most disappointing. Uh, player given um, you know the, the pedigree that he came in with um, and is now injured so we'll be out for um, we think around four or five months so um, when he is fit um, you know it remains to be seen whether he can break back into the side but um, unfortunately yeah he's got a lot of uh, a lot of um, uh, much to prove shall we say uh, to Warsaw fans um, in the second half of his Warsaw career. Timmy Abraham, we haven't seen a huge amount of, um, albeit he played in a lot of our pre-season games, um, didn't score but looked lively, um, came on on Saturday and had a really good chance to score, um, couldn't quite take it um, and I think that's a shame. because that Sounds I think familiar. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he's still without a goal in senior football um, but, you know, let's hope Flynn can, uh, can get the best out of him but I wouldn't have him down as a starter on Saturday to be honest. No, no, I don't think any Newport fan would necessarily be expecting that either. Um, where are Walsall going to finish this season? Um, I, I mean, it's far too early for me to massively revise my um, pre-season prediction, uh, which was 12th. However, um, I, I'm more than happy to bump us up a couple of places, um, given how well we played on Saturday. Um, so, you know, knocking on the door of the top 10 would be would be great for me. Um, I would certainly take that as a, a season of improvement under Flynn. And finally, what's the score going to be on Saturday afternoon at Rodney Parade? I think we'll win 2-1. That's a confident man. I saw that Walsall are uh, restricted to about 600 away tickets. I think we're uh, our away end is being tarted up and so a load of seats are not available. So it won't be the usual good turnout we've come to expect 
uh, from the Saddlers. But um, thank you very much, Tom. Um, as always, we hope that Saturday afternoon is miserable for you, uh, but the rest of the season goes your way. And we'll look forward to catching up later on in the season about how Mike Flynn and his team are progressing. Cheers, Ed. All the best to you. Well, there you have it. Those were the thoughts of Tom, and it gives you one or two things to look out for ahead of Saturday's game. We will be back on the weekend uh, with our audio diary from that match against Walsall and potentially as well with a preview of the game at Luton in the first round of the Type 2 Diabetes Cup. So as always, stay tuned and as always, keep it county. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.